0: Welcome back to Entertainment Talk, today I'm here to talk about the rise of women's football. I'm your host Matthew, and yeah, as of about, what was it, 40 minutes ago roughly, as of the time of our recording, uh, the England's women's team are the European champions, which is massive, which is incredible. Um, I've calmed down a bit since the uh, trophy lift and everything has happened, but I watched as much as the finals uh, as I could. And it's, uh, there's a lot of things for me to talk about today because um, I want to, first of all, talk about that game and certain performances that I saw and talk about the goals and things like that. Not not like a full review of the whole thing with player ratings and all that kind of stuff, not like to to that kind of degree. Uh, and then kind of just chat a bit about the perception of women's football as you know obviously it gets compared to men's football and that there's lots of different elements to talk about that with like how football is covered and uh things like wage gaps and things like that and kind of how how the conversation is not exactly where it needs to be but more more notice has been made and taken of women's football, especially this year, especially within the last couple of months, you know, once this women's England team started going on a good run in the Euros, they they managed to win it today, I thought the game was great, um... Took it all the way, of course, to the end of extra time. Very, very glad it didn't go to penalties. Not because I wanted the game to be over or whatever, but you, you don't want any game going to penalties. I've, i I've been there myself plenty of times. Uh, penalties is, uh, penalties is also just not a good way to decide a cup final. Like the actual winners, it's, it's not great. That there should be some other ideas put in. But aside from that, um, it's also that kind of thing as well, where like again, I've been there a lot of times with extra time. And players are starting to get tired, and all that type of thing. And you're thinking, let's let's get this done. Let's get this one so that we don't have to go through the pressure of penalties and things like that. So, yeah, I I, I don't think um not the players, not the fans, the manager, and nobody. So, um, when I talk about the two goals, actually, um, I just want to mention like, of course, we do have a United cast, and I've done. Um, I've done bits of coverage of like other teams. I've done podcasts on Liverpool before, podcasts on Arsenal, uh, a, a few little like things here and now. I also did a podcast um, in the summer when the youth's men's Man United team won the FA Cup. Uh, but let me just, where is the game? Here it is. Um, so who scored the first goal? Someone called uh, Tone or Tune. Now, as I'm reading out these women's names. Um, there's one or two that I do actually know that I've seen before, because on FIFA 22, the current game, um, I have tried some of the women's England's football. Just, I I wanted to just see, like, who was there and what it was all about, so I have played a bit of it, so there are a couple of names that I do kind of recognise, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I know all of these women and what they're good at, what they're bad at, as opposed to obviously I, I I'm I know that with the men's game, uh, with the England team and with the Man United team and and things like that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend um, that I know these women individually as players or the tactics or what the managers like, because that would be me lying. Um, if I sat here and was like, oh yeah, I know exactly who this is and where she can play and all this kind of stuff. I, I'm not going to pretend that. So, um, But yeah, a player called Walsh. Um, a nice pass over the top. Um, caught Germany out kind of on the break. And it was a good goal, a good pace that she kept up and everything. And uh, it, it's got to be... She, she chipped the keeper. Now, when you're at Wembley, I believe the attendance was 87,000 um which is like i think it was record breaking but like 87000 which is amazing especially again for women's football uh which is brilliant had the audacity and the confidence to chip the keeper in a in, in a in a cup final that that takes some uh, some guts some nerves some concentration as well because a chip shot is probably one of the hardest ways to score in football Because there was a risk there that if she chips the keeper and it goes straight into the keeper's hands, I'm not going to say she would look dumb. You don't look very smart when you do that. I've seen a number of men do that over the years where they think, oh, they'll chip the keeper and they just catch it because you've not put enough on it. So a chip shot, um, yeah, it's either going to, either a few things are going to happen where that's either going to loop over the keeper and go in the back of the net like this goal did or it could hit the post, uh, the keeper could catch it or you chip it over the entire goal. So, But chip shots are known. It doesn't happen very often. A chip shot goal sort of like that. So you've got one kick to sort of get that right. And it's a very particular daring type of shot. So to do that. To have the confidence to do that was pretty amazing. I was just impressed with the ball over the top. Uh, caught the defence out. Caught them on the break. And uh yeah. Germany got caught napping slightly. So I thought that was a great first goal. Yeah. Um, then uh, someone called uh, Magal, I think her name was, scored for Germany. I will say it wasn't great defensively with that. Um, that was a bit like a type of goal that Main and United have conceded in the last year or so. Um, giving a bit too much space on one side. The ball getting passed around a bit too much. Because some, something that people don't really quite realise about football. Is it's not always about... It's not always necessarily about the talent of the individual players. A lot of the spatial elements of football is space. How much space you have. How much space the opposition has. Where the ball is. Where you can put the ball. Uh, your teammates making runs into space so that you can pass to them. Pass and move plays such a massive part of that. And I thought England here did a very good job with that. And to be fair, like this German team seemed pretty tough to to beat as well. Um so defensively although although England at times were kinda of under the cosh a little bit, um, I thought they held off Germany very, very well, but unfortunately not with that goal. But then um Kelly uh scored the winning goal. Scored the winning goal, which was amazing. It was from a corner and um sometimes you've got to get goals like that in football there's nothing really tactical about that goal obviously the corner was won which was really good um, but it was a great goal and obviously she massively celebrated which was which was brilliant so let me just read out so that the names of players that I recognise there is um, Francesca Kirby she plays for Chelsea she plays for Chelsea she's uh, 29 years old uh why is my app decided to freeze right now <laughs> um lauren hemp i've heard her name before I remember think I think I saw her again these are some of the players that I saw when I was playing the game um Rachel Daly leah williamson I think I've seen that name before um Bethany Mead I definitely saw uh Ellen white. There's a few that I'm not familiar with like um, Kira Walsh and Georgia Stanway I don't remember seeing their names before. A few others that I've seen is um what's her name here Alex Greenwood she uh, came on later. And I've seen I've seen Paris before Nikita Paris on FIFA at least. FIFA's not always there, obviously complete you know accurate representation of players but she was very very quick on uh on fifa so i was kind of looking out for her uh she's sort of like a left winger or you could i guess you could play her on the right if you wanted to i uh, could probably play her up front as well um so i've seen her before and i've seen um left back uh chloe kelly obviously she came on she scored the, the winning goal there was somebody called Stokes or something that I'd seen before. Demi Stokes, there we go. She's a left back. Uh she's quite good as well. Uh quite strong on the ball. She's thirty and she plays for Man City. So yeah, I guess I got to learn their team a bit, which was which is really good. Um Who else have I seen here? Not seen Charlotte Wabin Moy. I've not seen her before. Um so yeah, a couple of, a couple of them I sort of like looked at their faces and recognised their names. and I thought, oh, I've seen you, I've seen you, and whatever. I was, I was sort of learning the team. Um, this manager apparently has done like incredible things. She won the Euros or something or other back in 2017. Uh, Weigmann, she's a Dutch, so that's really good. She's 52. Obviously, managers are usually a lot older than the players, uh, but she's been very, very successful. Here again, which is great. Uh, I'm not gonna read out any like the German players' names because I don't really know sort of any of them. And we're here to talk about the uh England's women team. But no, really, really proud of these women. They should be proud of themselves. I'm imagin I imagine they'll be celebrating tonight, which they should. But just for me personally, um I've never seen England win anything. Apart from like the cricket and the rugby, England have won some some things there before that I've seen. I think the uh cricket world cup, the men won that. And I think I've seen England win a uh, rugby World Cup, the uh, England's men team. But in terms of football, uh, obviously the men haven't won anything since uh, '66. Um, almost won the Euros last year, but lost out on penalties to Italy. And I had the I had this fear in me, right? Because I I've been on a bit of a cup final journey in the year Euro- last year or so. Let me just explain all of that. So May last year for t- 2021. Man United, the men's team, that the senior men's team got to the um, uh, what's it called? Europa League, um, final against. I think it was Villarreal. One-one extra time penalties lost. A Few months later, Southgate takes the men's England's team to the Euros 2021 last year. One-one extra time lost on penalties. <laughs> so. I was getting a bit of, not really deja vu, I wouldn't really say that. But a bit of worry of like, okay, England took the lead. um, Then Germany equalised. 1-1, extra time. And I was like, no, don't do this to me again. (laughs) Don't do this to me again. I do not want to lose again on penalties after drawing 1-1. Like, it was the exact same sort of pattern. Um, Yeah, although, so in the Man United Cup final that I'm talking about, we went 1-0 down, then equalised. I can't remember which way around. Who scored first in that England men's game? Um, I think we took the lead. I I can't remember, honestly. I'm trying to put that out of my mind. Um, But yeah, so in my personal lifetime, so for those of you that don't know, I was born in 94, and I'm 28 years old. I've had my birthday this year, so I'm 28 years old. I've seen the women win something before the men, in terms of the England team. Um obviously the, the the majority of my trophy winning watching, if you want to call it that, has been the Manchester United men's team, obviously the Sir Alex Ferguson era and everything like that. But we've not so so I've apart from like the apart from the men's, youths, because there's kinda of, there's a set of teams for me to kinda of look at, right? Or that I consider like my teams in a way. So it would be the England's men's team. The Man United men's team, Uh, I don't know much about women's youth football, again that could be something for me to learn. Um, The women's uh, England team, the women's Man United team, the Man United men's youth team as well. So in the last five years, uh, Man United United, the main um, men's senior team, so you know Rashford and Ronaldo and all that lot. Haven't won anything for five years. Twenty seventeen was last time we won something. Apart from this year, well, I've seen two. Tro- I've seen two trophies won this year now because I've seen the men's youth's uh, Man United F- win the youth FA Cup, and now seeing the England's women's senior team win the uh, Euros. So two this year, which which makes up for things a bit more which is great but the the thing for me obviously like the youth team for man united winning something was was brilliant and everything obviously for those young players plus those young players for the man united youth men's team like gonacho today can get moved to the main man united's men team um which gonacho has sort of been moved to there but um yeah it's it's been interesting to see this sort of rise in women's football and everything—I—I I, I have a few like notes to get into for for that as well, but um, yeah, it's just it's just like I finally seen England win something. Um, it's been disappointing to already read a couple of comments online about like, oh, this doesn't count because it wasn't the the men's team. It's like shut up! It's the, it's still the England team, whether it's the men's or the women's, or you know whatever. Um, the headline is England's women win the 2022 Euros, and that's what matters. It's England winning the Euros, but it's the women and not the men. That's the only difference. Um, but of course you're going to get, unfortunately, sexist comments. Still, unfortunately, we still live in a day and age where that happens. Um, but to me it counts. To me it matters. To me it's important, and I'm proud of these women. Really proud of these women. Um. This isn't me saying this to bash the men's team, but they did do this year what the men couldn't do last year. Like, literally, a year later, summer of 2022, the women went on to do what the men couldn't do last year. Didn't take it all the way to penalties, but they still won the final. Uh, Good thing they didn't take it to penalties, because, you know, nobody wants to watch penalties. But I think it's important. It obviously counts. Um, And so as far as I'm aware, because, again, I'm not going to pretend to know everything about women's football. This is the first time England, so men and women's teams, have won something since nineteen sixty six. That's pretty incredible. Like broke the the broke the trophy duck, I suppose. Um, the, the, the trophy drought, it's called. Um, I'd love the Man United men's main team to to do that. It's been five years since that, but. Regardless of which of these teams I'm caring about and following, so whether it's the youth teams, the women's, the men's, whatever, I just want to see them win stuff. Whether it's the men's May United team winning something, or the May United men's team winning the Youth Cup, or the women's May United team, or the women's England team, I just want to see all of them win trophies. That's what I care about. Um, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that I know everything about all these teams and follow them, because even the May United's men's youth team, I don't know all those players. Um, I, I I don't I don't really follow that team. It's like the the under under twenty ones and under twenties, and you know the, the youth team that went on and won the cup, the UFFA Cup. I don't know all of those players. I don't really follow all all those. I I hear names now and again of like oh so and so should be promoted to the main men's team, but as long as those teams, the England's and Man United's uh, women and men's young or senior teams, as long as they're winning things that's good that's that's what matters um so yeah good stuff congratulations to the england's uh, women team it's finally we can finally say it's coming home which is it 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 feels cuz I, I i remember asking my dad a few years ago um this i think this was after the world cup that the men's senior world cup where france won it i think that was 20 so 2018 2019 when france beat um Croatia was it in, in the final and I said to my dad at the time I said do you think I will see obviously I was about 20 something or whatever by then and I said to my dad um, he, he the, the way I posed the question he possibly thought I was just talking about the men's team um, I said to my dad do you because I've seen Man United's men uh, win plenty of stuff like I've seen them win I've been live for the Man United men to win the treble number of Premier League titles Champions Leagues two Champions Leagues you know FA Cups Carabao Cups I've been there and done that with the Man United men's team and I said to my dad do you think I will ever see England win anything and he probably thought that I meant the men's team which is fine and he said no and then when you look at like What's going on at the moment with the England men's team... And you've got like Gareth Southgate in charge... And like you're not selecting the right players... And this type of stuff... I do kind of look at that team and think... Unless you get proper use out of that team... I don't see them doing well... Right now... Um, Which is disappointing... And I I kind of... Because it was even like... Back in 2020... um, When Liverpool won the league... And I hate Liverpool and i thought i've now in my lifetime now i've seen liverpool lift a premier league title before england have won anything and that was again before this women's team went and won the uh, euros and that was started to be very disappointing of like okay forget the man united stuff but i've now seen liverpool win a premier league title like things are bleak and i've not seen england win anything um and now today, that finally changed. It finally changed, and it—it it was almost strange to see like an England team celebrating winning something because I'm just not used to seeing it. Like I, again, I'm used to seeing Man United like men's team win things. I know it's been five years, but I'm used to seeing us win things and lift trophies. I did see it this year because they won the FA Youth Cup thing. Whether you want to say oh that does or doesn't count or whatever, it was still a set of players in a professional thing that um went and won a trophy so that was nice to see all right uh i know this is an episode focused on women's football but we are of course sponsored by manscaped at the moment uh i am talking a bit about men's football still but the main focus here is uh is is the women's football as well um but yes we're sponsored by Manscaped. there are of course a men's grooming service you can go and get various different men's grooming products from them uh good news a couple of good bits of news you don't have to type in anything so if you're already googling Manscaped, what is this thing uh you know what what are they all about uh you don't have to do any of that just click on the link in your show notes that will take you over to Manscaped's website you can have a look at their various different products different razors different shavers deodorants clothes uh, bathing um things, things like bar, you know, taking a bath or whatever. Uh, all that different kind of like men's healthcare, men's grooming type of uh, equipment, if you want to call it that. Uh, so you can go and have a browse of products themselves. They've got different sort of sets of things as well. So if you want to get like a a set of a certain something, as opposed to individual items, you can look at that for yourself over there as well uh, great products very professionally made the packaging even itself is really really good uh, arriving in great condition uh, the items themselves feel very very professionally made sort of first hand of their second hand sort of stuff and uh, nothing feels like it's going to break or rip or you know anything like that so really really good with that and you're probably thinking you know it's going to cost me a bit of money it will still cost you a certain amount of money but we've got a discount deal with Manscaped, which is what, I, what i'm here to tell you about so once you've gone over to manscapes website had a look at the products for yourself whether it's for you or somebody else or you you want to treat somebody or for both maybe whatever the occasion may be Uh, once you've selected what you want from manscapes website and you get to that checkout you'll see that little promo code box and you can type in etalkuk that's e-t-a-l-k-u-k click apply you'll get that amount taken off that's 20% off your order and that nice free shipping with Manscaped. So again, etalk UK E-T-A-L-K, UK, 20% off your order with Manscaped. Just a helpful little tip as well. If you're doing going to do your Manscaped shopping later and you're not listening to a podcast, uh, instead of coming back to this point and thinking, okay, I've got to find Matt saying the promo code, it's going to be written in your show notes. So just take a look at that as well you can either like copy and paste the promo code if you want so you can copy and paste that click on the manscape website paste it in the box Wh- whatever way around you want to do that just a little helpful tip that all that information is in your show notes so 20 percent off etalk uk e-t-a-l-k uk 20 off and free shipping with manscape thanks to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Right, so getting back to um this discussion here. Next thing I want to kind of talk about is the coverage of women's football, which I've noticed a bit of a shift in. Because before this kind of again rise of women's football, which again I think has partic I think has particularly started a bit more since the England's women team made this, you know, made it started making a good run and it started picking up more media coverage and more people started paying attention, I myself included, started paying a bit more attention and thinking, oh, they're in this quarter final. Oh, they're in the semifinal. Oh, they're in the final. Wow they could actually like win this. This is this is going really well. And of course, you know, congratulations today. They went and actually beat them. It's really good as well because Germany's like Germany's England's big rivals, right? Like Germany especially in football sense, right? Like Germany's the one that you look at and you think, oh, England versus Germany. So beating Germany in a i in a final as well, very good Germany team from for, at least from what I saw, um, is just a bit of like a cherry on top of things, isn't it? It's it's always whatever the occasion, it's always uh it's always good to beat Germany. So uh very, very good. Um because over the years that I've been watching football, which has been for over twenty years there's never really been much coverage for women's football, which now that women have taken a bit, a bit, a bit more of the spotlight—not the whole spotlight, because there is still a lot of the spotlight on the men's football—but women of women's football started to get a bit more into the spotlight, especially this summer. Um, because previously, like, if you go back even five, maybe ten years. There wasn't really like there would maybe be like you know when you watch like Sky Sports News and there's different banners for things happening. Like obviously, you know, if you're talking about Sky Sports News, there's like golf and Formula One and boxing and there's there's loads and loads of sport to cover. And obviously football as well and all sorts of things. You'll now and again maybe see like, oh, in the bottom right corner, like the Man United's um uh, women's team is winning one nil or something. But it will be in like the bottom right hand corner and none of the pundits or anybody will mention it right it's just like oh this this game happened like it's just it's in, in the corner this game just happened but the big focus would be like oh men's man united versus man city you know manchester derby which is a big deal you know if it's a manchester derby thing or you know if it's arsenal versus tottenham or something like that the one one of the reasons i think women's football hasn't quite got coverage is kind of from what i've just said there there's when you're talking about like a main Sky Sports, so not like Sky Sports Football but Sky Sports News, there is a lot to cover. Because you've got rugby, golf, football, Formula One, boxing and you've got all sorts of different things like Olympics when it comes up and all this kind of stuff. So there is a lot of it to cover um, because at least in this country, I mean rugby gets mentioned, football gets mentioned, it gets obviously you know, the big spotlight Golf gets mentioned and things like that, but the mainstream sports coverage in this country is for men's football, not men's golf, not men's rugby, not men's tennis or you know whatever. Um, because the, the closest we've kind of come to women's sports coverage is there has been a good amount of it for women's tennis. You have got like the Williams sisters, I think, as well. They've obviously they've taken like a bit of a spotlight when that happens. But still the main, like, if you go and Google, like, any sports things in this country, you'll probably get men's senior football as a result. That will probably be, like, the number one thing that you see. Maybe not tonight. Obviously tonight is all about, obviously, the uh, women's England uh, team winning winning this trophy. And obviously it should be. It should be, like, you know, the, the trending sports thing right now. As it should be. Um, there's also kind of, like... Like when I, when I when I was growing up and watching football and trying to see what was going on with other teams as well, like who have Arsenal got in the team that we're playing against, who have Chelsea got in the team that we're playing against, there weren't even usually that many mentions of England, or not just England's women's football but women's football. It was very, it's been very much in the background for a long, long time. Because um, in terms of Man United's football. The main men's team will be on like Sky Sports, BT Sports. Obviously, you've got the you know, big games and stuff like that. MUTV is where that stuff get is where the other stuff gets shown. So, so whether it's the men's youth's team, uh, those games get shown on MUTV, or whether it's the uh, England's England, I keep saying England's, um, Man United's women team, and it's kind of shoved in this corner on MUTV, which not many people have. Um. And even when I hear like MUTV stuff get mentioned, it's usually because of the men's youth team. So, like, where Gonacho and Hannibal and all those players come from. It, it, even in that sense, where the women do get shown, it's not really, it's just not really mentioned very much. So, I'm very glad that, like, at least from this summer, and you know, BBC started picking up some stuff, ITV started picking up some games. Because the thing is, as well. There are a lot of channels at different points that cover, make, do football coverage. Like You've got Sky Sports, which has got like a couple of channels. You've got BT, which actually has eight channels. Because you've got BT Sport, 1, 2, 3, and 4. BT Sport, 1, 2, 3, and 4 extra. So they've got eight channels. But they, over on BT, still cover racing and all this other sort of stuff. So again, lots and lots of sport. But then you have Amazon that picks up games now and again. And you've got B- B- uh, BBC that picks up games. And you've got ITV that picks up games. Channel 4. A little while ago... Had some of this... uh, I don't know what competition it was... That the men's team was in... When they got beaten by Hungary and that... But that was on like... That was on like Channel 4... And places like that... So... There's more than just the Sky Sports channels. You don't have to be labelled... Something sports to cover sports... And I mean when we get to like the Paralympics... And things like that... Like... um, Which obviously is for for those uh, athletes and everything... That gets a lot of coverage on like... Channel 4... So... You don't have to be called sports something to cover football. And I just think, okay, if you're going to just have, like, the crowded men's, and there is a lot of men's football, obviously. There's, like, Champions League, Premier League, FA Cup, Europa League, uh, Carabao Cup, and there's Spanish football and German football and all all this sort of stuff. There's a lot of sports. There's a lot of sports. But we need to find a way. The the point I'm trying to make here, we need to find a way. Channels need to find a way. And they were speaking about this a bit at the end of the game. Uh, Ian Wright and Alex Scott were kind of talking about this. Because I did listen to the the commentary stuff. We need to find more ways to like. Okay, we want to be more inclusive. We want to sh- well, like show more w- women's football. But you do have to find a place to do that. So, could you use the likes of BBC? Could you use the likes of ITV Channel Four? Because to me, like I heard somebody saying a few weeks ago, like, oh, the men's football's gotten so bad, it's been dumped on dumped on Channel Four. It doesn't matter what channel it's on. Like, it, it, there's not like, uh, oh, I'm watching a show on HBO, it's all prestige, and now I'm watching something on MTV. Like, it, it's not the same thing. Or if somebody says, like, oh, this superhero show, it's on HBO, so that means it's, like, prestige. Whereas the, if I'm watching on CW, it's all, like, tween stuff. It doesn't matter what channel it's being shown on. Promotion for that is important. Like, to say, if, like, let's say Channel 5 or something, like a bit a bit of a lesser shown channel let's say channel 5 for example picked up women's football you got to promote it you got to say like hey for those of you that are interested in women's football whether you are a woman or you're a man or whatever the whatever the case is um you know no matter you, no matter your gender or whatever um if you are interested in women's football we are trying to like hey we've got it um it's a place where you, this is a place we can come and watch it um And to tell people about it, so it although it would be a big step up for somebody like BT Sport or Sky Sports, obviously those are like the big two. Um, Because honestly, like let let's say it's like the main men's main United team, right? This Sunday coming up, um, we got Brighton at home. I wouldn't care what channel it's shown on. I wouldn't care if it's on MTV, if it's on Five Spike, if it's on Five USA. If it was on, what's a really obscure channel? If it was on, like, I don't know, the, the Discovery Plus or something. It doesn't matter where it's shown. Um, like honestly, if, if like, let's say Discovery came out tomorrow and said, hey, we've made a deal, every single men's football main night game is going to be shown. i will be like, all right, I'll subscribe to Discovery Plus and I'll watch every game over there. It doesn't really matter where it's shown um, as long as it's promoted and it's made... Mainstream. I'm talking about obviously women's football, like where where it's shown. It would be interesting and a big step up and a bit of a important message if Sky and the likes of BT, who are again the main two, came out and said like, "Hey, we're." I don't know. You could make like a do you like make a Sky Sports third or fourth channel or, or or whatever or something. Or even if you even if you came out and said like, "Hey, this is like as part of our Sky Sports subscription, you can subscribe to." women's sky sports or something like that right if sky or bt were going to come out at one point and say like hey we're going to show more women's football whether it be a new channel or something else or whatever um because obviously with live sports it also does depend on when things are shown Uh, because if you're a streaming service that has tv and you go hey we got these four new shows it doesn't really matter what days they come out on or whatever. obviously this is for like got to start at a certain time it's live you know you got you got to be there at that point Uh, Because also another point that um, particularly Ian Wright kind of said, like, okay, if you're travelling to these games, obviously travelling to them is a different thing as opposed to when this is shown. Like, if you've got a game that's like a women's football and it's, you know, I think he said something like 7 o'clock on a Monday night and there's travel involved and if it's, you know, school night or whatever, that's not really as great. Because then you're coming out there like, you know, 9, 10 o'clock or whatever. You're travelling all the way back and it's late on a Monday night. Um, That's still a factor in men's football as well. Because there's still like Monday night football for men as well. But um, I'm very glad that, um, I think it was a mixture of ITV and BBC who showed a lot of this women's football. Um, Who are two channels I've criticised in the past. I'm not going to try and pretend that I haven't. I don't think BBC and ITV have had compelling content. In the last couple of years, Uh, but obviously sports and live sports is different to scripted TV. But uh, they're the ones that put in the effort. They're the ones that said, "Hey, we'll we'll take this. We'll take this on board. We'll promote it. Make it, you know, a good deal out of it, and everything." So, um, I suppose it's a time thing as well because it's also like let's say say for somebody like me, right? I'm already watching Man United play twice a week. Uh, whether it's a midweek cup game and then like a premier league game at the at the uh, weekend is about you know getting your audience to make time for that stuff and clearly people today were making time for this women's uh, cup final It's a big deal you know across the country and that um and obviously you know record record attendance, attendance sorry, at Wembley um and it's good it's it's really really good. Uh, also, another part to mention this as well. I've called I've called this the rise of women's football, not just like football uh, women's coverage or whatever. Um, hist- history was also made. History's been made twice very recently uh, with women's football. So as of today, of course, the women are making history with women winning their uh, um, Euros today, which is excellent. And also in terms of football games. Um, FIFA itself, uh, because I don't think PES or eFootball, whatever it's called, has been been doing much with women's football. FIFA started to be a bit more inclusive with women's football. Um, You're able to go on FIFA, I think it's as far back as FIFA 20, maybe. Um, As I mentioned, you know, the current game, FIFA 22, uh, you can go on there and you can select, like, you can do the international team selection and stuff you can play as the england's women team so for for those of you that watched these players today and you saw various different players uh you can go in like oh i saw her on the tv i saw her on the tv i'll pick her and try her out or whatever make up your own england's women's team you can go and do like a little tournament thing and all this kind of stuff and uh and go through all of that and it's really great um they're also I, we read out a few news pieces on uh this week and last week's gaming talk podcast that FIFA 23 is going to include some more women's tournaments. I think it was the Euros and World Cups. I can't remember exactly what it was. But uh, they're going to add some more um, some more tournament options for women's football. Because I think it was just kickoff modes and tournament modes. I can't remember if there was anything else. Obviously with the men's football you can go and do like full career modes and ultimate team and all this type of stuff. But um, that's really good. And also the thing that uh, was historic recently is, uh, although Kylian Mbappe is returning for his third time on the FIFA cover, so of course you have your cover stars for these football games, uh, Sam Kerr, who is a Chelsea player, I think she's Austrian, Australian, um, she's going to be joining Mbappe this year. For, so this up, this year's upcoming FIFA 23, which I think is out in September. I think I can't quite remember the date, but September or October, uh, FIFA 23 is coming out, and she's going to be on the cover and that's pretty historic. So, the, the, again, the reason I'm calling this the rise of women's football is a bit more notice, a bit more coverage for the international stuff this year with the Euros, the England's women team winning the Euros. And in other areas as well, like not just cover stars, but game modes being added to FIFA. And I hope they just continue to push and push and push it. Um, it's, I mean, it's interesting, right, because... I mean I can sit here and name to you so many like iconic men that have played this game um that uh, played played football not just like men united and england players but other players um and watching this women's team today like okay I, I know some of their names because I played the bit of it on fifa and things like that and I've heard I've I've seen a few names before but I couldn't tell you any like Women legends of the game, like who's won what or you know gotten the golden boot and all this type of stuff. But it's time to start putting more women's football into things, getting us to, getting us to know, like, okay, who are these? Who are these individual women? What are they good at? And like, who plays for who? Who plays where? Uh, what age are these players? And all this kind of stuff. Because um, as I said, you know, I don't, I, I know a few names from this women's team, but. I don't know who sort of like the legends of the game are and like who's you know won what in what years and things like that Um, because again as I was growing up and even into my adult years women's football just wasn't getting covered so I just wasn't hearing about anything so I wasn't to know like who's winning things who's the legends of the game um, who's won the most trophies in what things I didn't know because women's football wasn't getting covered whether it was on Sky Sports BT Sports Mainstream media, online, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it doesn't really get covered anywhere. And it's it's good that this summer with the England's women's team that it did start to get coverage more and you got like um, you know, more well known professional pundits like an Alex Scott or a Laura Woodsey or, you know, Ian Wright was there today and things like that. So it's getting a bit more of a push and it's good. because um, the important thing to remember as well that there's two kind of campaigns going on at the moment which I've uh noticed online one of them is tackling uh women's online hate so not just necessarily for football but i mean the the ad itself is more targeted towards football but um obviously online sexist hate out even outside of football is still a massive thing which it shouldn't be and the other one is the her game 2 um ad campaign that we've had the sad thing about both of those is you we shouldn't need to be doing that we shouldn't need to be doing that we do unfortunately need to be doing it... And getting the word out there They're like... Hey it's her game too... And stop doing online sexist hate... And all this kind of stuff... It's a shame that in 2022... That those ad campaigns even have to exist... Because um, one thing that they've done with the... Online sexist hate... Which is an EE thing I, I I think... Is they've got a bunch of the men's... Footballers... So I've seen like Dan James there... I've seen Jordan Henderson... I've seen I think it was Trent Alexander-Arnold... Uh, so a few of the um... You know, Premier League players and all that—not necessarily just English players like Dan James, as Welsh and that sort of stuff. But um, I suppose, I suppose that the the good idea there is instead of getting instead of getting women on that ad thing and saying like "stop sexist hate," it's more. I suppose it's the men trying to speak to the men because what one thing um, in that ad campaign, the the online sexist hate one, is because Jordan Henderson is the one that's mainly talking there. And they show these different scenarios in the ad campaign of, like, women getting injured in the game. Which, of course, happens. It's a a sport. You get injured. And, um, these women say, like, oh, damn, that happened. Or, oh, you know, this is going to hurt. Or whatever. they, They say, like, different things. And it cuts to this part where one of the women gets, like, a notification. She looks and it says, like, get back in the kitchen, stupid woman. Or something like that. And, um... What is it that Jordan Anderson says? Um... I think he said something like... Women deal with problems every day. But online sexist hate shouldn't be one of them. And it shouldn't. And it, it's sad that the ad even needs to be created. It's good that it is created. And it's sending a message of like... You know... Stop being nasty to women. And obviously it's more targeted towards... It's more targeted towards women's football specifically. But obviously... Online sexist hate in general is still, is still awful. But... Um... So the idea, I suppose, is like the Her Game 2 thing and the online sexist hate campaign are supposed to be tied together, as in like, it's Her Game 2, stop being hateful to, to women, stop being sexist to women online, and realise that women can play football too. Because hey, the women just went and won a trophy. The men couldn't do it last year. The men couldn't do it. The women just did. So what do you think of that? Hmm? What do you think of that? Um, and they didn't even have to take it to penalties. So the men did. The men took it to penalties, but the women didn't. Uh, they they won it in the in the extra time. So, again, it's a shame that we have to do things like this, and we have to have, you know, e- even outside of sexism, you still get, like, LGBTQ hate and racism and things like that. Um, and probably, unfortunately, for the black women in the game, like Paris, who is a player that mentioned earlier, they probably get racist hate too. So, um, yeah, we should probably be... Uh, you know cutting all of that out that that would be nice wouldn't it if we stopped if we stopped all hating each other for uh for different things um again it shouldn't be a thing we shouldn't need to have ad, ad campaigns like that and am i'm not saying that the ad campaign shouldn't exist that the purpose of it which is to tell people to stop hating women that shouldn't need to exist because we shouldn't hate women um which isn't uh, me saying a big thing i think that's pretty simple Of just, let's stop hating women. Let's let the women play the game too. Because it's her game too. And let's all get on with it. You know? Um, And we should be praising the women right now. Because they've just won a big, big trophy. And we should be proud of them. And, uh... Yeah, I just... I I look at... Because they cut the camera over to... The crowd at different points today. And you've got, like, these young women... Who are playing football and everything. Um there's uh my you got also got my like people in my life as well like um my young uh niece she's trying to like get into football and stuff i hope that she sees this today and she sees that the women won uh the game uh my young nephew also plays football but obviously in terms of women um she's trying to get into football and stuff and she's trying to do well so i hope that she sees like these older women that just went and won a trophy and she's inspired by that i hope so um, because I've seen, I've seen throughout, throughout this whole week, there's been stuff on Twitter that like adults have posted or things on Facebook or whatever of just, you know, these young women celebrating the England's team and like waving the flag and they got the England shirt on and you see them smiling in the crowd and they cut the camera over to them in, in, in the Wembley stadium and, um, you know, th- th- them showing, them celebrating that. So I hope that they do see, you know, or they hear the likes of Alex Scott talking or Laura Woodsy talking or even, obviously, Ian Wright talking as well and say, like, you can do this as well. You know, when you're older and you're this sort of age and you're able to play for this team, hopefully you can do that as well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting time. It's, it's a good time for women's football. Um, and, uh Yeah, I'm very proud of all of them. Because, again, not to dunk on the men specifically. Because, I mean... mean, (laughs) Right now, the England's men's team isn't good. Um, A lot of that, I think, is because of Gareth Southgate. I don't think he's a good enough manager. Um, Because a few people today were saying, like... Oh, Southgate could learn a thing or two from this woman. And I was like, yeah. You know, attacking football. Not playing five at the back. Being a bit more brave. Um... This England's women's team seem to be doing. Those things. Which are playing Braver Football. And doing all that kind of stuff. So. It's good. It's very very good. Anyway. um, Yeah. I hope that young women are inspired. I hope that they know that it's. Her game too. Their game too. Um, And we continue to. I hope that like. You know, once FIFA comes out... And a woman's on the on the cover... And now that this tournament's finished... And obviously the men's football starts next week... The Premier League comes back this this next weekend... I hope that it's not just like... Oh, that was a good little moment... And like we'll move back to focusing on the men's football... I hope that like... Okay, like what's next? Is the World Cup at some point? Like when is that? And when can we get involved with that? And watching that and everything... Um, yeah, because... Sure, I mean... Time-wise... Yeah, the women's football was ended today, and the men's does pick up at the weekend. But that doesn't mean that over the next 10 months while the men play that we just should forget about the women because they've stopped playing because the tournament's ended. Um, That unfortunately will possibly happen, just because, like, I suppose one tournament's finished, the Premier League starts, men are back, all this kind of stuff, but let's not, like have this as like a a flash in the pan like a a moment that just happened and then that's it like let's have a woman on the cover of next year's fifa and have coverage of women's football when it comes back the next time it does um i don't know where that will exactly be but i hope that this isn't just a moment of like oh yeah we care about women's football and then oh the men are back never mind like you know what i mean um So, and of course the men's football will come back. It will get a lot of coverage because it does. But I hope that we don't just forget about things and this isn't just a quick moment. A quick moment of like, oh yeah, we support women and then, oh no, the men's football's come back, don't worry. You know, so, anyway. Um, But yeah, massive congratulations to the England's women's team. You should be proud of yourselves. Celebrate tonight. um, And we'll see what's next. We'll see what's next, where this is going to go next um but there we go anyway I didn't plan on doing the episode for this long Uh, I do like to talk though so (laughs) um let me know what you think uh what do you think of women's football coverage what do you know what do you not know about women's football and um how do you think coverage for it could be dealt like which uh which channel or where where it could be um do you think this was just like a, a flash in the pan moment for women's football history like do you think it will be Forgotten about or do you think that it will carry on? The mem- the momentum here will carry on. Um do you think there'll be a, a woman on next year's FIFA cover? Uh, how do you think this is all gonna kind of go in terms of women's football coverage and attention towards it? Uh, let me know what you think. Matthew at Entertainment Talk.org, Twitter eTalk UK, there's contact page and information in your show notes. Um you can also use the email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes. As well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org uh, for TV, games, films, main night coverage. Uh, take a look out for all of that. Um, you can also, if you want to support Entertainment Talk, obviously listen to episodes. You can also tell other people. So simply just tell them, use social media, uh, whatever you want to do with all of that. Uh, so either just tell people or share the episodes around on social media. Uh, You can also um, support us on Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the ad-free podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well. For your TV and your film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio for your TV and your film news. For all of that, Geek Time Radio episodes on Tuesdays. It did come back this week, so have a listen to last week's, or this week's, however you look at it, episode. So check out that. For fun content, over on Twitch, you can check out Bex. She's streaming very regularly over on Twitch, Trust to B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow. She's doing classic games, retro games, chat streams, Tomb Raider. She also posts things on Instagram and Twitter, so uh, check out what she's up to over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK. Um... In terms of my... I suppose what I could do, actually... Because, um, obviously, I do my FIFA Career Mode episodes, which is with the men's uh, football team. I could probably... Yeah. I If I... U- using the current options available... Um, I guess, at some point, I could e- either stream or record uh, either option. Uh, attempt a women's... Um, tournament thing. Uh, so, if I set up, like, a selection of the, of the women's team, like, do the international selection first um and then set up a little tournament i could probably do that there's no reason why i have the option to do it on fifa so look out for that at some point in the future maybe this week maybe uh very very soon we shall see but um that that's something i should probably do because i can play as some of these women that we saw tonight and you know see how that goes can't guarantee that i'll win it the, the, the women won it tonight i can't guarantee that i'll do the same thing <laughs> so uh anyway look out for that uh if you want to f- Check out coverage of, of of all the gaming stuff uh, that we do. eTalk UK on Twitch. As for the gaming streams, uh, do the FIFA career mode episodes as well. And uh, if you want to catch all that archive, so if I do stream that and you miss the women's football thing at a certain point. If you miss any of our gaming coverage, so for the career mode episodes, the streams, or the game clips as well. You can find that later on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. And we'll see you next time. It's coming home. Good night.